Awesome. Awesome. How are you doing this morning? Fantastic. You can take a seat. Isn't it great to be here together in church this morning? I just want to say a huge welcome home if you're new or visiting this morning. There's a place for you here. And we're excited about today. Today's a bit of a different day because we're doing Mission Sunday today and talking about all the various areas that we contribute to as a church and support and specifically focusing on compassion this morning. And so we're really excited about that. There's a a real buzz in the place this morning because we're a church that has a heart for mission. We're a church that has a heart for others and seeing the gospel being expanded around the world. And so this morning we're going to hear a bit of an expression of that, of what we're doing together as we partner and make a difference around the globe. And so I'm going to invite this morning Anna Hutchins, who's going to lead us talking about compassion this morning. And I want you to give her a huge hand as she comes and speaks to us about compassion. Thanks, Ben. Compassion began in 1952 when a man named Everett Swanson travelled to South Korea to preach to the troops during the Korean War. And Everett arrived in the middle of winter. And one morning when he was walking, when he couldn't sleep, he decided to get up early and walk through the snow-covered streets of Korea. And as he walked along, he saw a really peculiar sight. He saw an army truck that kept stopping in front of different people's houses. This truck would stop and some army soldiers would jump off the truck and go up to the front of people's houses and they would shake what looked like a pile of rags sitting in the front of these homes. And again and again, Everett watched this process as the truck would stop, the soldiers would jump off. And as he watched this process, he suddenly realised that these weren't piles of rags sitting in the front of these homes. They were actually children huddled together, trying to stay warm in the bitter cold. And as the soldiers went up and shook the rags, they were checking to see which children hadn't made it through the night. And as they shook the rags, the ones which moved, they let be. The ones which were still, they picked up and tossed onto the back of the truck. Everett was so moved by what he saw in South Korea that when he came home, he set up Compassion International. And what began in 1952, caring for 35 orphans in South Korea, has now, by the grace of God, grown to be helping over 1.8 million children in 26 developing countries around the world. But that's not the end of the story for South Korea. As South Korea recovered and developed after the war, they no longer needed Compassion's help. They were able to take care of their own children. And so Compassion finished what they thought was their work in South Korea. But 10 years later, after we left, our former CEO was invited to speak at a conference in the country. And it was a gathering of all the different CEOs and key leaders from across South Korea. And Wes Stafford got up and he began to address the crowd. He started telling them all about Compassion, how we're all about Jesus and we're all about the church. But as he was speaking, a man interrupted him and Wes thought, oh great, a heckler. So he ignored him. But then this man stood up and he said, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Dr. Stafford, but you don't need to tell us about compassion. He said, I'm head of one of the largest nonprofit organizations in South Korea and I'm one of your children. Before he'd finished speaking, another man stood up and he said, I'm head of one of the Christian denominations in this country and I'm one of your children. 
And then all of a sudden, all across the auditorium, men and women started standing up until 80% of that room was standing up saying, I was sponsored by Compassion. I'm one of your children. And as Wes stood at the front of that auditorium with tears streaming down his eyes, he realized that those people in the room who were once the forgotten, the vulnerable, the poor children of South Korea had now been the very, become the very foundation of their nation. They'd become the key leaders in their country. And so on that day, they launched Compassion South Korea, not as a receiving nation, but actually as a giving one. And the reason I love that story is because the people, the men and women in that room, they knew what it was to receive. They knew what it was to be given an undeserved gift, to be sponsored by someone that they may never meet, to be given a gift that they didn't necessarily deserve. And so when the opportunity came to give back, they took it with both hands. And we also know what it is to receive. 2 Corinthians 8 9, if you want to put it on the screen, says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. See, we as the people of God, we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who became poor so that we might become rich. And if those people in South Korea, those men and women had a responsibility to give back what they had received, how much more do we as the people of God have responsibility to pass on this incredible gift that we've been given from our Father? Now, if you just want to put um, a picture on the screen of Daniel, this is one of our uh, former sponsor children. And he graduated this year um, after sponsoring him for about 10 years. And he wrote in his final letter, you've cut to the next screen, He wrote, Dear Anna and Josh, sorry, I'm going to have to read this. Um, He says, I'm very grateful for everything you did for me. Only God knows how to thank you enough. May he bless you abundantly. We have lived all these past years I spent in my project together, and you have been such a blessing to me. The first precious thing that I got to know is God, and I took him as the king and ruler of my life. I also got to go to school. I made a lot of friends for life and lived a healthy life. I was involved in our church choir, which was called the God's Angels. Look at this guy. (laughs) And now I'm going to study car mechanics. And I believe the Lord will help me and it will all go well. May heavenly peace be upon you always. Now the call on this house, the call on City Church, is that we would reach people, raise disciples and release leaders. And Daniel is just one example of millions of children all around the world who have been reached with the gospel, raised as disciples and released as leaders in their community because of you, people like you and I who have chosen to sponsor them. And we're called to fulfill that mission of reaching and raising and releasing in our local community with our friends and our family, but also to the least of these, to people all around the world, to the forgotten, to the vulnerable and to the broken. And so we have an opportunity to do that today. Um, Sponsorship is $48 per month. And our research actually tells us that for every child that is sponsored, 10 people are positively impacted from that sponsorship. And as you know, in our church, we're, we're focusing on a particular region in the northern Philippines. And the powerful thing about that is that as each of us play our part, as each of us sponsor a child, we're not just sponsoring one child, we're not just impacting one family. But actually all across the church, we're able to make an incredible impact where God can use us to to change the lives of dozens, if not hundreds of children in their families. 
And so today, my husband and I, we're going to sponsor another kid because I want to see what God's going to do. I want to see what he's going to do from this church in the Blue Mountains in this region in the northern Philippines and hear the stories. And some of the stories we won't actually hear till we get to heaven. But I know that God's going to get bear great fruit from our faithfulness. And I'm excited about that. So if you were just going to watch a video and then I'll jump back on, on and tell you how you can get involved. Nung naririnig ko po, puro sigawan na, na naririnig na yung mga pagsabog ng mga gasolina. Kaya po mas talong lumaki yung sunog. Tapos parang, parang, ano na, parang nagkakaguli na lahat. There are many problems that they face in this area. Drinking, high rate of teenage pregnancy. There's also petty gambling. The first time I saw Hannah's place, actually my heart really sank because I really couldn't imagine living in that place every day. The place is smelly, lots of garbage. Uh, it's not it's not healthy to live there. Hannah was still two months old when her mother left them for another family, leaving the father to take care of them. Papa Danila, malamang sila. Sabi na na, nalagda pa nga daw sila kasi nga, tatlo sila. Kaga-kaga ng Papa Nila sila. When Hannah was two years old, her father had a heart attack and he died. When you lose your father, every day would be a struggle. Putting food on the table would be the greatest challenge each day. Pumasok ako sa Compassion Project. Pagpasok ko, wala akong inisip kundi pasok lang kasi nga required. Then, hindi nagkasalita, hindi nakikipag-friend sa iba. Galit din kasi parang sinisisi ko siya bakit niya kami iniwan. Ganun. Kundi dahil sa kanya, da mayroong pamilya pero iba pa rin kapag yung nanay mo nandyan. Kapag yung tatay mo nandyan. Nagkatanong po ako ng galit kasi nga parang sila masaya kasi nga may pamilya. Ang camp din parang ang topic po nun is 
May sama ka ng loob sa parents mo. Surrender mo sa Lord. Tapos, doon ko na lahat nalabas. Parang, sabi ko, parang siguro, plano rin siya ng Lord. Hindi naman siguro siya dahil... Compassion is napakalaking tulong talaga niya sa amin. Kasi dahil doon, nakilala ko si Jesus. Na dahil sa kanila, sila yung naging instrumento para mo. started very early one morning because of the way the houses were built in just a few hours over 300 homes were destroyed ang wala po ako na dalang kahit anong gamit uniform bible mga letters ng sponsor as in wala po talaga kahit damit short wala po puro na yung sunog na lahat yung mga ano yero magnanjan ng sa lupa yung kahoy wala na lahat kaya Pero simula po nung parang nagkaroon po ako ng mas matibay na pit. Sobrang ano po rin po siya, sobrang nakakaayos lang nga mangyari. Kasi nga po, start noon, natutula akong mag-devotion ng talagang araw-araw, gano'n. Nag-free na talaga ako lagi. Sponsor ko is napaka-sweet niya. So, nakakatuwa kasi lagi nila akong pinapadala ng letter. Mahal na talaga nila ako as her child. Pero sabi ko parang ako ngayon, meron na rin akong alaga. Na magpag-iipunan ko talaga kapag kain kami sa lugawan, parang matapos. Kung wala siya doon sa compassion, wala. Sige, pari kami bumagsak kami, pari pari ko. Sinagkaroon siya ng takot, nagkaroon siya ng lakas doon na man talaga. Mahawak siya lahat ng anong parang sa Panginoon, mahawak siya. Kung wala si Jesus, wala rin ako. Pero patay ako sa pananampalataya. Wala ako sa... Wala akong pag-asa. says in that video that compassion was God's instrument to bring her to Jesus. And that's what we get to be. We just get to be the connecting instrument between God to bring these children to Jesus, to bring them hope. So if you want to sponsor a child today, we've got to stand out the back on the right here. Um, Kathy and Woz and myself will be out there and we'd love to show you some of the children that have been waiting for a sponsor, little children like little Darlene here from that region in the Philippines. So come and chat to us and we'd love to talk to you more about it. Thanks. When you see those videos and you see those young people that are in those conditions, they can't help but move you. And you're reminded again that we we can't do everything, but we must do something. We are so affluent in our society today. We are so blessed in the nation of Australia that we can use our resources, use what we've been given to reach out and be a blessing towards other people. And I'm really excited about seeing 
one life after another life just changed and impacted through compassion as we just focus on this region and together we could transform a community and we could transform a whole area as we just faithfully just continue to sow into those, those young people's lives. You know, at the moment, the truth is we currently, as a church, individually different people sponsor 76 children. And I think that's incredible all over the world that you, with your generosity out of your own heart, have decided to reach out and sponsor. And collectively, together, we've been able to do 76 children that have been sponsored. And I'm really excited about seeing that number now increase as we go forward into the future and really focus on this region together and really make a difference in Jesus' name. I love Matthew 28, verse 19. It says this, Go and make disciples... Of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all that I have commanded you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Like Anna's already spoke about, we as a church have a mission that's focused on reaching people, raising disciples and releasing leaders. And when you look at the Great Commission, this passage in Matthew chapter 28, it talks about those three things so clearly. It says, go, that we would have a focus of going to reach out to people. There's so many people around the globe, and as I've said already, that we can't do everything, but we must do something. We all have power in our own sphere of influence locally to be able to reach out to friends and family, to be able to make a difference in the people that are around and about us in our life, but also around the globe through our missions focus, we can go. And what we're doing with missions is all about reaching people. Sometimes we're trying to preach the gospel to someone, but they just need food. They need clothing. And that's the best preach that they'll ever get. Somebody coming alongside of them to be able to speak into their life by giving them and providing for them food and clothing and showing them real love. And as we show them real love, we are showing them the gospel. And so we're called to go. In this passage, it goes on to say, make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's talking about raising disciples. We're really believing as we sow, as we give our resources and our time and our energy and our enthusiasm towards these programs, that we're going to see disciples raised up. That we're going to see people that are going to know who Jesus Christ is, that they're going to know him and they're going to love him and they're going to grow in their faith in him. And that's an exciting prospect that as we just sow into people's lives, as we've already heard the stories, that we see how God just gets in the mix and he just changes and he just brings transformation in their hearts. And then it goes on to say, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. In other words, that they would be raised up to such a degree that they would be released as leaders. That what we've done here today and what we will do here today and in the weeks and months ahead, that they will be able to be released to be able to be a blessing to other people themselves. As we've heard the story already about um, South Korea and and, uh, Anna's spoken about how there's people that have been released now today to be a blessing towards other young people all around the world. And that's what I'm excited about is seeing each and every person that's reached through our missions program entirely just being able to be released into their own leadership gift and what God 
has called them to. And so I just wanted to highlight again some of the areas that we are focusing across our whole broad missions program, because what we're going to do today is we're going to have an opportunity after the service to sponsor our young people in this region in the northern Philippines, but we're also going to receive an offering at the end of the service for our entire missions program as we set up for the next 12 months and so into the various areas and how we can resource and, and give an opportunity for you today to be able to pledge an amount if you'd like to over the next 12-month period to seeing lives changed in Jesus' name. And so some of the areas that we are giving to locally uh, that I wanted to highlight and just make sure that you're aware of this morning is City Church Care, which has formerly been known as Mountains Care and is doing an incredible job in reaching people. There's street teams that are operating and that are happening all the time that you may not be aware of that are going and helping practical, in practical ways, helping people in their homes, which is an incredible uh, program that we have and also helping with hampers and providing just real practical help towards people's front doors. And we come to church on a Sunday and we worship Jesus and we have an incredible moment in church together as disciples of Jesus Christ. But to be salt and light means to go out into the darkness and uh, go out into the world and actually show real love. And I'm really excited about all of our city church care programs and Jed and Ellen are doing an incredible job with an amazing team leading that. And I want to encourage you, if you're not already involved in that, to consider offering your time or consider being a part of that or finding out more information on how you can help because it's a great program. Secondly, we have Christmas Under the Stars, which is our Christmas event. And it's so exciting to see that happening again this year. We're excited about that because of the seeds that are sown as we share the gospel just in a real practical way, in a non-threatening way as people can come out from all over uh, the Blue Mountains and all over this area and come out on a, uh, on a Saturday night and we can just articulate the gospel and just have a moment where we can celebrate the true meaning of Christmas. And I'm really excited about this event for the future as it's just seeds that are sown into our community, seeds of hope reminding people of about what the church is all about. And I'm really excited about that. And I'd love you to, to consider being part of that as well. At the moment, we've got business sponsorship that we've been approaching various businesses in our community. And we've got $8,100 that's already been set aside from local businesses to go towards this event. And so we probably think the event would be about $30,000 to put on as we want to do. And so if you want to contribute to that, obviously you can as well. And I just wanted to mention this, this isn't part of our, our, our missions program that we're focusing on, but it is in our hearts at the moment, and that's the drought that's happening at the moment. And, uh, you know, there's a great couple called David and Kerry Jackson who are actually from Gilgandra, and uh, they're ACC pastors, and they're doing an incredible job with helping people in their time of need, with running hay out and helping farmers that need help. And so I just wanted to make you aware that there's an article on them with ways you can give towards them and towards the drought and help them be able to help our farmers. And that's just going to be available for you at the welcome desk straight after the service. So if you want to grab one of those, you can do that. The bank account details and information is on the back and as part of this leaflet as well. I just want to encourage you to go and get some information on what the ACC is doing, some of our pastors and our leaders that that we're a part of um, as a movement is doing and, uh, and get involved. And if, you, if it's on your heart, why don't you give towards it and really contribute towards our Aussie farmers at this time of need. 
Also, our national focus, which is exciting. Some of the things that we are doing nationally is uh, obviously 180TC, which is a program that is loved in our church. 180TC is a drug and alcohol rehabilitation program for men and for women that we give towards. And seeing uh, lives that are changed and transformed through that program, we often have them come. We've got them, uh, I believe, again, coming in a couple of months' time to share about some of the incredible things and the testimonies of stories of lives that have been changed Again, now the women's uh, program is up and running now as well. That has been opened. And so that's really exciting to see our continued focus there. Uh, Youth Alive as well. We're going to continue to do that, seeing young people across the nation and particularly New South Wales impacted by the gospel of Jesus Christ as well. And, you know, they say that most people get saved before the age of 21 years old. And so what a great time to be able to focus on seeing a harvest, seeing on people, seeing people when they're open and, and ready to receive the gospel as they run great programs around our state. And Australian Christian Churches, which is our movement as well, we invest in that because that's our way of investing into our nation as well. Uh, internationally, exciting, we are supporting Pace Setters, which is Kevin and Marilyn Brett, our, uh, our much, much beloved Kevin and Marilyn, and uh, really excited about uh, their future and what's going on with in their world at the moment as they reach out towards different churches around the world. I just got a text message from Kev as I was just uh, uh, sitting there in the service before and he was just on his way to, I believe, a 9.45 service at Hillsong City uh, this morning and uh, he was just encouraging us about all that's ahead for City Church and really excited and I'm really, I'm really pumped about investing into Kevin and Marilyn and I just know they're going to have a huge impact around the world and so let's keep praying for them and investing into them as well. Our Lifehouse Fukuoka, which is for Jono and Steph McDonald and uh, the great stuff they're doing in Japan. And they literally live in a nation where people have got no concept of who Jesus is. You know, we here in, in Australia, we know what Easter's about. We know what Christmas is about. In Japan, they've got no concept whatsoever on what it's about. And so Jono will get up and preach on a Sunday and he'll be speaking about Jesus and there'll be people in the crowd looking around trying to find who Jesus is. Is he one of the people sitting in the congregation? Because they've just got no concept of it. But they're a nation and there are people that just are so focused on work and so focused on, on their daily rhythms that they a lot of them don't have any purpose to their lives. And so it's great hearing the stories that Jono and Steph are having huge impact in that nation and in that area as they just sow the gospel of Jesus Christ and seeing lives change. And when you look at their church, they're just all new converts. They've got no concept of what church is like. They're just learning. They're on the journey together. And I just am excited about what Jono and Steph are doing. They're building an incredible church. And to be able to support them is amazing. And so we're going to be over there doing a trip in October next year, 2019. And uh, we're going to have an interest meeting for that in the next couple of weeks, which we'll make you aware of. If you do want to come on that trip, there's probably about 12 spots on that trip to be able to come over and be part of it. I know they're going to go fast, so I do encourage you to, to get involved. We'll be doing many trips, but it, I would really love you to be part of it. To be part of the first one would be really really exciting and they're going to take us around a whole bunch of areas you're going to see their, their church in their, their local context there as well and uh, it'll be a great time and so uh, Tim and Dan will tell you more information about that in the coming weeks but just be aware of that October next year we're heading over there which is really exciting and obviously compassion as we've spoke about today and you've got the opportunity to be able to sponsor children straight after the service today 
to be able to do that as well. And our strategic projects, that's working with some of the different areas that we have already been working with, um, you know, Operation Christmas Child, Angel Tree, and many different projects as, they, as they're made aware. Scripture in School, which is a local initiative here as well. And those different areas that we can give to locally to see people really impacted, but also just strategic projects around the world as the need arises that we can just contribute to as a church. Because if there is, if there is resource there, then we can use it to be able to reach people at their point of need. And I really would love to see that as a church for us to be able to have a resource there where we can be that uh, salt and light to the society and the world that's around us also. And so this morning, I just wanted to just take five minutes and just talk about how people will know that we are a missions-focused church. And the first, first way that they will know is, number one, the first one's this, our enlarged heart. So what we're doing this morning is we're not just talking about a list of programs and just different things and a whole list of activity, but what we're talking about this morning is we're talking about people's lives. We're talking about people that can be impacted eternally, people that can't eat at the moment, that can receive food, people that don't know about the gospel right now, but because of our resource and our investment, we'll be able to hear the gospel message. So we're not just talking about a program, we're talking about people. And what that requires of us is an enlarged heart. We have what we have going on here in Mount Riverview and Lawson and what's happening in our church. And there's great things happening uh, in this church and it's really exciting. But it, it's causing us to have an enlarged heart when we look out beyond ourselves. So all of a sudden our heart is enlarged when we're thinking about Japan. Our heart is enlarged when we're thinking about children in the northern Philippines. Our heart is enlarged when we're thinking about Kevin and Marilyn as they're impacting people and all the local programs and things that we do. Our heart is enlarged because our circle is getting bigger. Our sphere of influence is increasing. And so I want to encourage you to allow your heart to be enlarged in this season. Allow your heart to be moved by some of the great things that are happening all over the world. I love in 1 Corinthians 9 verse 19, Paul says, Though I am free and belong to no one, I have made myself a slave to everyone to win as many as possible. To the Jews I become like a Jew to win the Jews. To those under the law I become like those that are under the law, though I myself am not under the law, so as to win those that are under the law. To those not having the law, I become like one not having the law. It goes on to say, to the weak, I become weak to, to win the weak. I have become all things to all people so that by uh, all possible means, I may save some. I do this all for the sake of the gospel that I may share in its blessings. We're enlarging our heart because we're enlarging our influence. And I love that Jesus loves to take a, a small place like the Blue Mountains and impact all over the world. And that's just like Jesus to do, to take a place like Bethlehem and do something significant in it, to take a place like the Blue Mountains and just raise up people that would see, have a vision that's big and have a big spirit to reach out and touch the world. As we just see our hearts enlarged. I love Pastor Brian Houston. He says, the theme of your heart determines the story of your life. And let's make sure our heart is enlarged and the theme of our heart is love and reaching out towards other people. The second thing this morning is this, our earnest prayers. You know, I pray this prayer over our missions program in Ephesians 1 verse 18. It says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. 
the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, in his incomparable great power for us who believe. And that's what we are believing for every person that's touched through our missions program. They would know the hope of Jesus Christ. That they would experience and know who he is as their personal Lord and Savior. That is our prayer, that we're not just sending finances, but we're believing that lives would be changed forever. And the third thing is this this morning, our extended resources. Now when I think about enlarging our heart, Amy and I have talked about this when it comes to our giving. We have our tithes and our offerings that we give on a, on a weekly basis. It just comes straight out of our account. We just debit it out of our account. That's how we give to church. And when it comes to this missions program and it comes to any other special offerings that we have, we don't take away from our tithes and offerings to give to that. It's an enlargement of heart. It's an enlargement when it comes to the children that we sponsor through compassion. It's an enlargement of heart. We don't use our tithes and offerings for that. We enlarge our heart. And so this morning, I want to ask you and ask, give you the challenge this morning. How can you enlarge your heart when it comes to your resources this morning and how we could contribute? We have our giving to our church, but how can we make a difference all over the world as we sponsor children, as we sow into our missions program and make a difference all over the world? It takes each of us sowing our resources and our time and and giving in. I love Benjamin Franklin. He said this, well done is better than well said. Proverbs 22 verse 9 says, blessed are those who are generous because they feed the poor. Who knows the potential of our generosity? As Anna's already spoke about, who knows the eternal impact that will be made as we just continue to sow seeds. We may not even know it this side of eternity. But as we just sow, as we just invest, we just trust God that he's going to do something significant with our finances. And we want to be faithful with our finances. You know, one of the things we were looking at doing was sending over a scout trip to to Japan. And so Tim and Dan, we were going to send them over and invest in them to go over and do that. But when we started to look at it, and the amount of money that it was going to be in to, to, to send them over to do that, we just felt like, let's hold off on that, and let's just go on a whole trip together instead, because things are set up with Jono and Steph over there, and there's many things that we don't need to do. They could just do that from their side. And that's part of us having that understanding to be wise with people's finance and money. That each one of us, when it comes to this program, we want to make sure that as much as possible gets towards these people that are in need. We don't want to waste it. We don't want to be flippant with it. We want to make sure that our resource is reaching and touching people's lives for good in Jesus' name. The fourth thing is this, our enthusiastic commitment. You know, one of the things I love about Rena and Alfred is they're so passionate about seeing our missionaries be supported and encouraged and loved. In fact, they've just been on a trip at the moment and they've just uh, went and visited Alicia Hinton in Hong Kong to encourage her and to spend time with her and just invest into her as they're on their way over to Indonesia for a wedding. And they just wanted to take that time to be able to just love on her. And I think one of the things that we can do greatest as a church is show enthusiastic commitment to those that we support when it comes to Jeanette Browning. You know, I'm, I'm often emailing back and forth to Jeanette. We're talking constantly about what's going on and the impact she's making in Guinea. And she's so appreciative of our prayers and our love and our support and our encouragement. And it's just so simple to be able to do. But I want to encourage you as we're enlarging our heart, let's contact people. 
Let's send a, a message of encouragement. This, this morning I sent a message to John, just encouraging him on there's church services today, and I got one straight back encouraging us. There's something powerful about just being enthusiastic and just being committed along the journey. And I love in Ephesians 3 verse 20, it says, God can do anything. Far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us. His spirit deeply and gently within us. And I want to encourage you this morning, allow your spirit to be moved. Allow God to work within you and to bring encouragement and support and sacrifice time into different areas. Perhaps you're somebody that could go on a, on a missions trip to the Philippines. We're, we're looking at doing that in the next probably nine months over there to see some of these compassion children that we will be sponsoring. And same thing, perhaps you can consider going over to Japan and being part of that trip as well. And just bringing encouragement and support and coming alongside people and just bringing God's love. And it's amazing. What that can do. I encourage the team to come back up. I'm almost concluding. And the fifth and final thing is this, our expressed love. I love in John 13 verse 35, it says, By this everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. See, expression is greater than intention. You think about the single guy that wants to ask this beautiful girl out on a date. He's got all the intentions in the world. He loves her so much, but he just hasn't got the ability to express it. And so somebody else comes along and they ask this girl out. This person expresses their love towards her. And then next thing, the opportunity is gone. He had all the intention, but he had no expression of that love. And I guess what Mission Sunday is and what this launch is today is It's us saying, you know what, we don't just have an intention to reach out to the world. We don't just have an intention to show God's love, but today we are going to show a practical expression. Through our finances, through our time, through our encouragement, through our commitment to our missionaries all over the world, we're going to express God's love. We're going to get behind them. We're going to show them that they are so supported, so loved. They have a whole church family praying for them. They're not alone. But together, we can make a difference. We can't do everything. We must do something. We must do something. We look today in light of eternity. We think about our lives and what we achieve and all the things that we do and the busyness of our schedules and the things that we do day to day. And we can go so quickly into routine so quickly into patterns that we forget about purpose and this missions program is all about purpose it's all about reaching people it's all about raising disciples and it's all about releasing leaders so this is what we're going to do we're going to take a moment right now in the service the team are going to play a song as, a, as an item and I'm just going to ask you to remain seated and on your seats you're going to see that there is opportunities for you to be able to pledge towards mission, missions there's, there's cards that are on your seat, there's pledge cards there there's information about compassion I want you to take that in your hand this morning and our hosts are going to come and they're going to put some pens just down the aisles we're just going to take five minutes this morning, I want you to take a moment and reflect, take a moment and pray 
for our missionaries. Pray for our missions program. Take a moment and consider if you could give this morning. We're going to receive an offering in a moment. And if you need an, an offering envelope towards missions, just raise your hand and our hosts will come and put one of those into your hand. I can see hand over here. Different envelopes that we're going to be able to contribute towards missions. But this morning, perhaps you just want to pledge and say, hey, over this next 12-month period, this is my commitment. I can't do it today, but perhaps in the next few months and over this next 12-month period, perhaps I could do a weekly amount. Perhaps I could just sow an amount monthly to be able to give into this program and see lives changed and make a difference. This moment's not a pressure moment. This moment's an opportunity for you to consider and say, God, what could I do? But not just what could I do, what could we do together? What could we accomplish? What could we achieve together as we sow and invest both locally and around the globe? Let me read this scripture and then the team are going to play this song. Romans 12 verse 1 to 2. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what He wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you and develops well-formed maturity in you. Team are going to play while we take a moment, consider and pray. Think about how we can contribute to seeing lives changed all over the world. So give- 
give us eyes to see the hurting and the broken And let our lives align with every word you say And when the nations ache from violence And we will be your blessing Take your um, pledge in your hand or your offering in your hand and 
we're going to take a moment and, and pray right now for all the different areas that we're going to give towards and then containers are going to go past and we're going to be able to invest together. And this is a special moment. It's a significant moment because it's not just a transaction of finances. It's a, it's a transa- transaction of heart. And I say, you know what, God, we're available. We're ready for us to be used to do your work locally and around the globe. And so let's pray. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for this significant moment. Here is together, City Church, not just one of us, not just two of us, but together, all of us invest. We sow, we sacrifice, we enlarge our hearts this morning, Lord God. We bring our enthusiasm and our passion and our time and our our resource, Lord God, and our smile and our heart towards each and every person, Lord Jesus. That through our giving and through our this moment today is going to reach an impact, Lord God. And I just pray, Lord God, for all of our missionaries all around the world, locally and around the world. Lord Jesus, I pray for your strength, Lord God, and for your grace to be with them, Lord. I pray, Lord God, as we resource them, Lord God, with finance this morning, Lord God, as we resource them with our, our prayers, Lord God, and our love, that they would feel that and that they would rise to the occasion, Lord Jesus. That your church around the world would expand and grow and have great impact, I pray. And then as we sow into this this morning, Lord, I pray for people's lives to be reached with the gospel, for disciples of Jesus Christ to be raised up, and for leaders to be released into their God-given calling, I pray. And we thank you for it in advance. In your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Come on, let's invest together. this morning. You can tell this church has got a huge heart for missions. We talk about an enlarged heart. It was already big, but it's just got bigger. It's exciting to see the impact that's going to happen all around the world as we just continue to invest in Jesus' name.